The Southern Middle Tennessee Prep Sports Today podcast is brought to you in part by Columbia Academy, Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, Andy Wilhoyt with United Country Realty, the law office of David A. Bates, Custom Stone Handlers, Covenant Technology, Patio West, Coastal and Comfort Eats, and Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. Specializing in orthopedic injuries, their OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit them online at mtbj.net. Tennessee Sports Today with TSWA Hall of Famer Maurice Patton. Here's Chris Yao. Good Wednesday morning and welcome in everyone to this edition of Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. I'm Chris Yao. Mo Patton joins me. Coach Mike on the controls as we come to you live from the Lee Company studio here in Columbia on West 7th in the dimple of the universe. Murray County, Columbia. Happy to be here with you today. It is still another dreary day outside. But hopefully that will get better as the day goes on. <laughs> Certainly has not the last couple of days. Uh, that being said, Mother Nature's playing a baseball game, strike two and a foul ball. Uh, it's it's rough. <laughs> it's rough so far. Oh, two count. That's okay. That's okay. Guys, how are we? It's tough to get going on days like this. It's tough to get going, especially on the third day in a row like this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's one thing for it to just be a, a day. But, boy, one o'clock cannot get here fast enough. <laughs> if 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 our um, iPhone weather app is to be yeah, trusted, trusted, at twelve noon today it will be partly sunny, and at one o'clock we get sunshine the rest of the day. But now we have a fifty percent chance of rain tomorrow. <laughs> so, I guess it's just spring showers, isn't it? Yeah, it's not supposed Something to be like nasty. That. You know, not supposed to be the. Rocking and rolling, we've had a couple last couple of days. So, let's hope not. I'm tired of it. <laughs> tired of this rain. I just want, just want the good stuff. I want the sunshine. I want to watch some baseball and some softball. Because we didn't get to do that at all yesterday. Well, I say that I, I watched three innings of a softball game and one half inning of a baseball game. That was, that was nice. So you did actually see some some someone play. Yes. I did not. I'm also <laughs> I have some some curious thoughts because I'm curious if they're going to resume those games mm, or just or if they will start restart over, those games which would yeah. which would make canceled and rescheduled correct. <laughs> if they restart them, they would cancel those games and reschedule them as opposed to postponed yeah, yeah. Uh, so i guess it just depends i don't know i should ask that question either way there I'm will trying be trying to remember from from previous years 
I think once it starts, you just pick it up. Then you, it's suspended until you can pick it up again. That would you, make sense. And you pick it up from the point that you had to clear Stop the field. Because yeah. boy, that would that that would be really bad for some teams. You know, like you say, you're up four or five nothing in the fourth inning, and the well, game suspends, and then you you got to restart it. Restart it from zero zero. No, yeah, thank no. You. Yeah, that's and that's part of it is that it doesn't wipe out what you've done. Right. That would make sense. Uh, now, it does play havoc with pitch counts. Yeah. I, luckily, yesterday, Columbia Academy only pitched a half inning. So, I mean, if, if Landon Prentice wants to come back today, he can. I don't think he only threw, like, yeah. 15 pitches or something. Yeah, but so. those pitches still count. Yeah, they count. And but, that's that's something that's got to be kept in mind Yep. With the, when he starts again. Those pitches still count. And on top of that, the pitches count, and you get – one fewer day to rest. So, there's that. I don't know when they're starting their region tournament, but... Friday, I believe. Well, there you go. It's... It's a mess, is what it is. Rain, rain, go away. Come again after after season. (laughs) Good morning, Sarah. (laughs) If you're watching us on Facebook, we appreciate it. Uh, let us know that you're on there. Make sure to like, comment, share. When you do that, it uh, certainly helps us get into more news feeds and let folks know that we exist, which is the most important thing for us. So if you want to help the show, that is uh, the the number one way you can help us is to uh, let folks know we exist. Um, if you are – hey, Jay Chapman, um, yes – Oh, so today is the last day for Jenna Brazier, Kaylee Campbell, and Haley Jones at Summertown High School. Uh, I guess they're graduating, and they're not going to be – I guess all their tests are done, and they're like, hey, we're just not coming back to school. We're going to play softball, and that's it. Um, that's a heck of a life right there, right? to show up and play. Uh, he said, they've been the bell cow of women's athletics since eighth grade, and I don't know if we have three of their ability come through at one time again. I'm sure at some point <laughs> there, there will be in the future. I mean – you guys just breed athletes down there, which is awesome. Uh, typically, we would not uh, converse with people who don't like our page, Jay. So, uh, just FYI, go <coughs> give our page a like. Yeah. Uh, just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Got to give him a hard time. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. Um, if you're trying to get to our website today, there may be at some point a time in which it is unavailable. We're not really sure. We are working to uh, to improve the website and get it into a new server, and we want to make sure that it stays a seamless process. And and so sometimes, <laughs> as I look outside, yeah. you know, sometimes to make improvements, you have to kind of take a step back to take a few steps forward. So pardon our progress. Exactly. But yeah. that is that is where we sit. So just FYI, if if that was to happen, if you can't get to it, come back later. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> and hopefully, it will be done by the time ball games start and finish today, so that we can get some stuff on the website tonight. If not, we'll do something else. We'll figure out a way. But uh, yeah. So anyway, we have a great show lined up. Um, in the next segment, we will talk with Lawrence County baseball coach Brad White, which will be fun. 
he's got some 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 things to say I'm sure about winning his sweeping his county rivals but also getting ready for that 8 AAA baseball tournament that is likely to be very competitive. I think he's as excited as he might be about sweeping his county rivals, I think he's probably more excited about being the number one seed in that tournament that's coming up. Yeah, even being the one seed though, oof, it's a that's that is a tough district, uh, top to bottom. Yeah, but you'd rather be the one seed than not. Hey, absolutely, <laughs> never hurts. Yeah. Never hurts to be the one. Um, we'll talk about some all district teams that were handed out yesterday and this week uh, in the next hour we'll talk to chip walters we missed him on monday because of some video obligations he had for some reason they wanted to put a camera on him and i we'll ask we'll ask him why we'll ask him why well sure we will yeah, <laughs> of course and uh well of course we'll talk about the braves and and the sounds uh home run derby yesterday for nashville and Still, much like independent softball, home runs weren't enough. But uh, we'll talk about that in the second hour as well. And, it's off, of course, it's Wild and Wacky Wednesday. We'll give you the weirdest and wildest news from across the world in the final segment of the day. So stick around. We have a ton to get to. We would love for you guys, like I said, to interact with us on Facebook, Southern Middle Tennessee Sports. That is the best way to get to us. Or follow us on Twitter at SM underscore TN Sports on Twitter. All right. it's uh, It's been a good morning. We got some games to, to play today. We had no games played yesterday. As you will note in today's rundown. This is The Rundown. Today's rundown is brought to you by Andy Wilhoyt at United Country Realty. Andy Wilhoyt is working hard for you in the real estate business. So make sure to let his experience work for you. Give him a call, 931-446-6370. That's 931-446-6370. That's Andy Wilhoyt of United Country Columbia Realty and Auction. As Chris mentioned, Tuesday results, there were none. <laughs> Not applicable. Everything was a wash. Um, <laughs> there were some games that started, didn't get finished. There were some games that waited, never got started. So, most everything has been pushed back. And so, with that, today's scheduled baseball games that we are aware of Lawrence County is playing an interesting doubleheader. They host Richland at 4 o'clock and Page at 6.15. Also, Glencliff travels to Franklin. Wilson Central is at Community, and Eagleville is at Murfreesboro Central. In today's 8 AAA tournament, it's Franklin County going to or playing against Shelbyville. Where are they playing? Is it at... Good question. It, it's at one. Those are the six and seven seeds. This is a play-in game. They split. Gotcha. And so they were tied, and we and I was unable to find out who's hosting. Gotcha. All right. 
In the 12A tournament, it's Collinwood and Perry County at 5 o'clock, Frank Hughes and Wayne County at 7 o'clock. Both of those games will be played at Summertown. See, that's this, that's easier. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the Division 2A District 3 tournament, the third place game will take place at 5.30. That is CPA at Columbia Academy. It is the bottom of the first with a 0-0 score uh, if that game is picked up where it was suspended yesterday. In the championship game of that district, it's Grace Christian at Middle Tennessee Christian. I don't think they started at all yesterday. In softball action um, today, Eagleville travels to Forest for a 5 o'clock game. Spring Hill is at Independence at 5 o'clock, and Riverside Christian plays at Mount Pleasant. In the 8 AAA softball tournament, it's Franklin County going to Tullahoma. That will play at 6 p.m. In the 12A tournament, it's uh, Perry County at Collinwood and Frank Hughes at Wayne County. In the Division Two A District Three tournament, Grace Christian and will travel to Zion Christian. That game will play at four thirty. That's correct. Okay, and Columbia Academy continues their game against Friendship Christian, which is in the top of the fourth, with Columbia Academy winning two nothing. That game will start at five o'clock. And finally, Spring Hill hosts Brentwood in boys soccer action this afternoon at some point. So. There you have it. That is your Wednesday Rundown brought to you by Andy Wilhoyd at United Country Realty. That was an interesting rundown. One of the one of the very interesting ones we've had so far. Uh, so, yeah, when we come back, we'll talk to Lawrence County High School baseball coach Brad White, whose team is the top seed in that 8 AAA tournament. So, plenty to talk to him about so stick around on the other side of the break this is southern middle tennessee sports day presented by mid-tennessee bone and joint live from the lee company studio when we're out covering sports in and around murray county communication between maurice and i is absolutely vital to our success when your business needs top-notch communication and local service covenant technology is there and they are dedicated to helping your business succeed by ensuring open lines of communication to your clients and customers. Contact them today at 615-846-9898 or visit covenanttechnology.net. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ned Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader-building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. sports and beyond it's on southern middle tennessee sports today welcome back into southern middle tennessee sports today presented by mid-tennessee bone and joint so we come to you live from the lee company studio on west 7th here in columbia tennessee 
Happy to have you with us this morning on the show. If you are listening on the podcast, we appreciate you also listening there as, of course, if you miss any part of today's show, you can find the podcast available wherever you get your podcast. Just search SM-TN Sports. All four of them will pop up or three of them or however many podcasts we have. (laughs) I think it's just three. The first hour is our prep sports hour where we talk high school sports nearly exclusively. There's also some, I guess, some college basketball in there sometimes when we talk about C-State, but that's pretty much it as far as outside of the prep world in that first hour. In the second hour, you want to hear us talk about the Braves or Titans, Preds, et cetera, et cetera, or you want to hear about our top five and Wild and Wacky Wednesday, all of that is available in our second hour of the podcast so that is available to you all you have to do is search and if you want to hear special guests like the one we have on the parks motor sales hotline now you can also hear special guests on their own without anything else and now on coach's corner brought to you by our friends at from the heart cafe now serving breakfast whoa what what that's awesome from the Heart Cafe over in Chapel Hill. Go see Renee Hart and her team. She is doing a fantastic job. That's right. They are serving breakfast with, is it in the? No. It's the breakfast barn. Um, so it's it's in that little cabin or whatever mm-hmm, that's on. The, okay. Mm-hmm, that's yeah. what I thought. Uh, that's awesome. So They have picked up the Coffee Corners coffees, and they will have various breakfast sandwiches and fresh pastries um, from 6 until 10. Heck yeah. Yeah, bacon on biscuit, croissant or English muffin, add egg and cheese, sausage, chicken. They'll have muffins and scones, and and there is red-eye gravy available. I'm in. Yep. Too bad we're here. <laughs> anyway, this is Coach's Corner, brought to you by From the Heart, and we are happy to have Lawrence County High School baseball coach Brad White on the line. Coach, welcome into the show, and thanks for joining us. Hey, thank you guys for having me today. Yeah, you know, we didn't uh, – I mean, I don't. I know that he probably doesn't know necessarily, but, Coach, you were our uh, – your team was our, our team of the week this past week, and you, by proxy, are coach of the week last week and <laughs> wanted to let you know that if you uh, are so inclined or are in the Spring Hill area, you have a free meal – at Coach's Corner in Spring Hill. So just run by there and tell him that you were our coach's uh, coach of the week and your meal is taken care of. So, Well, guys, I appreciate that. I love a free meal. That's the best thing a man can get when he gets to be my age. Now. Ain't that right? <laughs> it really is. You know, I tell you what, there's been a lot of things I've got done over the years for a free meal. Or, a T-shirt? Know, yeah, you know what I'm saying? It, it goes a lot farther than money. It's surprising, but that's just the way it works. You know? <laughs> Oh. Coach, I'm sure you like the prospect of a free meal a lot better than you've liked the weather the last few days. You know, we we have skated a fun time with this weather, and uh, we were supposed to play at Marshall County. Yeah, I see my days run together on Monday. And, uh, Coach Reese, you know, we talked, and I saw what was coming. You know, we didn't get hit as hard down here as they did. Y'all did up around Columbia, Springfield, Lewisburg, and I literally on Sunday evening went up there and hand-rolled our field to pack it. Um, you know, our tarp, we just haven't had a lot of luck putting our tarp down. 
Um, it actually didn't hit us too bad. So uh, when we couldn't play at Lewisburg on Monday, uh, there was people scrambling. And so Lewis County came down and played us a doubleheader. Conditions were perfect. And of course, we had all the rain yesterday, severe weather. Rain was out against Page. Um, in between the rain showers yesterday, I came down here and rolled the field again, packed it down. And uh, now we've got this good cold, cold north wind this morning drying it out. So I think we're going to be just fine for this afternoon. But hopefully I'll get this cold weather out of here for a little bit. Tell us about this afternoon, Brad. Interesting doubleheader you've got. It is. We were supposed to play Paige uh, on yesterday. And when I was calling around looking for games, we got the bye. So we're in a unique situation. We do not play until Friday of the district tournament. Us and Lincoln County is in the same spot. And, heck, even me and Travis Tate talked about playing each other. Um, but he was out of games uh, because he added a couple. He added one earlier in the week, too. Um, but, you know, long story short, Richland's in the same boat we are. They don't get to play till Friday. And my coach, he's a good friend of mine. Uh we played earlier, and we talked about, hey, man, we I left four games open on my schedule. Well, not, I didn't leave four. I left two, and we got rained out, two up at Independence, Independence in Oakland earlier in the year. And so uh, I had room on mine, and uh, me and Coach Hughes said, hey, he can come down and throw his one, two, and three against me on Wednesday. I can throw my guys kind of the same way. And so it kind of married up that way. So we'll play Richland at 4 o'clock here, and, and uh, we'll play Page at 6.30, and that'll close the books on the regular season. Okay. Now, Coach, um, straighten me out here. Um, d- does everything come to Lawrence County on Friday or um, on Saturday, rather? Well, what's going to happen, this is this is a good story in itself. Uh, we've always played a, um, a central site once we get done with the top seed toasting through Friday. So, you know, until Friday, you know, the three is going to host the six on Thursday, four is going to host the five on Thursday. One's going to host four winner, five winner on Friday. Two's going to host three, six winner on Friday. Then it goes to a central side. Mm-hmm. Um, three years ago, in 2018, we were supposed to host our first ever district tournament at Lawrence County. And that year, we had a miserable year. We finished next to last, or actually finished last. I was playing the playing game, got beat, got to host the tournament. That's quite a, quite a prize for, you know. Uh, <laughs> long story short, we don't make a lot of money off the tournament when whoever hosted it, we split up shares. But that year, because the host team wasn't even in it, I had to send out bills. <laughs> I had to get people to send in like $27. <laughs> and so we put it in our bylaws that fall that if you lose the playing game and you're supposed to host it, that uh, it'll go to the number one seed. So here we are three years later in a much better situation. And, uh, ironically, Shelbyville is the seventh seed, and they're supposed to host the tournament. So, if they win tonight, uh, later on in that playing game, then they would, uh, they would, they would host the whole tournament. Okay. But if they lose, then it will come to us. Yes, okay. Sir. And they are. That's the, how we got to that point. And Captain they are the seventh K- seed, right? Captain is that what you said? Chaos. Okay. My my favorite hashtag. If then. All right. That's right. That That's is right. Okay, That's so, so Shelbyville will play at Franklin County tonight. That is correct. Okay, all right. All right, and then um, on Thursday, Columbia Central plays at Coffee County, and that Franklin County Shelbyville winner plays at Tullahoma. That is correct. Okay, all right. All right. Um, well, now we know. And yeah, yeah. The rest we, of the story. We, we, we've learned quite a bit here in the last three minutes. Not a shock as we visit here on um, Coach's Corner 
sponsored by From the Heart Cafe over in Chapel Hill. And we speak on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline with Lawrence County Coach Brad White. Um, Brad, you know, um, won the regular season this year, and, and I guess kind of in a in a buzzards type way, you're kind of rooting for Franklin County to get that thing back down to your place this weekend. Is that is that kind of the way that works? You know, I, there's you know, of course, growing up in Lawrence County, we had to travel everywhere to play, as y'all know. Everything's a road trip. I only been told home and coached there for twelve years and had the short trip everywhere. Um, but there is not a tougher drive than from Lawrenceburg to Shelbyville. I would rather drive to Manchester or Franklin County. It's just not an easy trip. Nothing against Shelbyville and Coach Dougal, he's a good friend of mine. But <laughs> but yeah, if I could stay at home and sleep in my own bed, I'll get some fields ready. We'll play that tournament down here. Yeah, sometimes Geography is not your friend. No. <laughs> Especially in this district. Right. That's right. Yeah. How does that how does that change next year? Does it get any better or no? Well, you know, I said I have it pulled up. I, I put together a thing and sent all these triple folks this the last year of this district. I played in this district from ninety five through ninety eight and then I coached in it starting in 04 and been in it the whole time. And uh, you know, we we we're gonna lose Columbia Shippable. Uh, Franklin County and Coffee County and pick up Page and Spring Hill and Marshall County. So the driving gets a lot easier. Um, it's going to shorten those trips by about 20 minutes, but it's just a more direct way. We can get on, six, you know, going up 43 and hit 65. To, we don't even have to get on 65, really go to Spring Hill and Page and, of course, Marshall County. So the, the, the travel gets a, a little bit easier out there. Uh, you know, our district doesn't get any easier, that's for sure. It's going to be a great baseball district with the, with the addition of those three right there. Uh, what it does do, though, it does simplify our tournament. We can just have a 16 tournament, no playing game. And it allows us not to play any district games till week three. So we actually get two weeks, you know, at the start of the season to figure stuff out versus playing open and night a district game like we did against Lincoln County this year. Brad, um, Chris is a Jacksonville State graduate. Um, Jacksonville State is leaving the Ohio Valley Conference, headed to the A-Sun beginning next year. The Gamecocks went out the door with an OVC football championship. Um, possibility of you guys winning the last eight AAA district um, tournament before this thing um, reconfigures. You know, what- it is a- that's, uh, you know, I've been thinking about that a lot because this district means a lot to me and these coaches, you know, uh, that's been in it a long time. And, you know, I, you know I'm, a, I'm a history teacher and I look at the history and, you know, Lawrence County played in the first ever AAA state championship game in 1977. That was the first year they went to the three classes. And, uh, Lawrenceburg actually played Scotty Daisy over at uh, Grider Stadium in Tullahoma and mm. a best of three series right there and uh I've told our team we've got goals every year, and you know our first goal is to uh, be on the uh, be on uh, get the buy. You know, mm-hmm. you got a much easier chance. So you want to get the buy. Second goal is you want to win the regular season. Um, after that, your next goal is now to make the region. Right? So you got to figure out a way to get through it and get to that point. Then it's a district championship. But a district championship this year, with it being the last one, would be extremely special. Uh, considering the history here, you know, there hasn't been a lot of those won since 1977. There's only been one district tournament title in Lawrenceburg, and that was uh, the year before I got here in 2015. And there's only been like 
two or three regular season titles. There's only got 77, 07, 16, and 21. So, you know, that's been a rarity around here. So when we get a chance to accomplish those goals, we want to do it. That's, um, that's a little surprising. I mean, it obviously, is, is. you know, Tullahoma and, and the, the history and that, you know, a couple of other programs in this district. But, I mean, Lawrence County is typically right in that conversation with historically. That's that's wild. Yeah, you know, when you look back on, uh, and I, you know, the 17 years I've been in part of this district, you know, there's only been, uh, actually for the first time ever, we, we got 10 wins in a district season this year. That was the first time in, you know, I know those 17 years probably ever. Um, Lincoln County as well. It was their first time to ever win 10 games in a district season. So, you know, those are, you know, they just don't happen a lot. You know, in that 17 years, Tullahoma's had four 10-win seasons. Lincoln won, Lawrence won, Franklin County won, Columbia only won. Uh, so, hmm. you know, an interesting year in the district. Nine and three usually wins at Tullahoma sitting there in third, finished nine and three. <laughs> and, and Tullahoma being third is kind of a, a – um... A story in itself, I'd imagine. You, you kind of get used to seeing Tullahoma and Columbia Central toward the top of this thing. And again, Tullahoma finishing third this year, Central having its struggles. But, you know, as you head into this tournament this weekend, um, Brett, how, how do you see it shaking out? I mean, do you feel like the parity is there or, or is it um, kind of a cut and dried hierarchy this time around? I don't. I really feel like you guys could put – I feel like the, the top four seeds are a little bit ahead of the others. not saying that the others can't beat the top four. Um, but if I was going to bet my money, I would bet my money on two of the top four seeds coming through this thing. Um, and, you know, you could pretty much put those four in a hat, draw out two of them, and uh, you're going to have as good a chance of picking the two as I would if I tried to just say them, I'd say <laughs> They announced, um, or you guys have announced your your all district eight triple A team, and and we've seen bits and pieces of it, I guess. But you head into the tournament with the district pitcher of the year and Luke Boswell. Pitching counts being what they are these days, does that make your job easier, harder? How does that work in terms of how to best deploy? or to best utilize a guy like a Luke Boswell and, and the rest of your pitching staff behind him? i tell you what, it changes things. You know, when I was at Tullahoma, we was on that streak of five straight sectional appearances. I didn't have to worry about a pitch count. Now, that didn't, but I did. Mm-hmm. Um, I, didn't pitch, I didn't pitch my – I didn't pitch Justice Sheffield on a Friday in the sectional because I'd had to use him – I'd already had to use him three times in ten days, um, you know, but – Technically, yeah. Now I've got to I've got to watch it, and uh, what we've got to set up for is we need Luke to be able to come back on a Tuesday if necessary. Um, so what that does is you just really have to make a decision beforehand, and that's that's what I've done. Is literally we get in a situation where his pitch count's getting up Friday night, we're going to have to bring somebody in to try to pitch an inning or a little more than an inning, and just kind of basically got to keep him under 105 pitches so he's eligible to pitch on Tuesday. Um, and that's my plan. Um, you know, I've got some. I've got a really good pitching staff. Uh, you know, our team ERA for the year is two point six. So I've got some guys who can throw it, throw strikes. And, you know, you just got to go. You can't just get in that game and, and be like, oh no, what am I going to do? No, you better have this planned out. 
um, so that you can, you know, use that guy when you need him again, if necessary. Uh, be, you know, go ahead. And that's tough from the standpoint that you got to win that game to get, get to there. the next thing. And, and, it is. and so hitting, hitting that balance is really a challenge, I would think. It is, you know, I mean, cause it's just really not in the character of the game when you think about it. You know, it's, uh, it's not kind of, hey, I love the pitch count. Mm-hmm. I've, I've been a proponent of it from the start. Like I said, I did that with my guys at Tullahoma before we ever even had the rules. Um, but with that being said, you know, uh, it's, you have to, you have to figure it in. And uh, it's different than, you know, it's just, it's just not normal baseball, but. You know, hey, it, it's the it's the game we've got, so we got to adjust to it as coaches. And like I said, I just haven't been in a position in the last five or six years to have to worry about it. But uh, I'm sure there's a lot of guys who are a lot more uh, have have had a lot more experience with it. The last five years uh, could kind of shed more light on how they do it. But that's kind of what I'm figuring. I'm gonna try if it comes down to it. Brad, I get, and we're on Coach's Corner, presented by From the Heart Cafe over in Chapel Hill with Lawrence County coach Brad White. And Brad, I guess my thing with the pitch count, I know you, obviously, player safety is paramount. Like you said, it's a great thing. I just think there's a big difference in a 5'7", 140-pound freshman and a 6'6", 230-pound senior, and the fact that they both are subject to the same number of pitches. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, 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 and I don't know how you address that necessarily, but that I just think that different bodies are capable of handling different workloads. You know, and that's the truth. And, you know, we've always talked about some guys have rubber arms. I never really had that rubber arm guy in Tullahoma. My guys were power guys who needed a lot of rest. Mm-hmm. David Hess could pitch pitch more often than any of them. Uh, both the Sheffields needed their rest. But then I come here, and I got Luke Boswell. And, you know, he's a basketball guy. So we were kind of limiting him on the on the front of the season. He was getting a little mad at me for taking him out. I was like, look, dude, I, I got to build your arm up. And the next day he says, Coach, I'm fine. He's long tossing. I'm looking at my coaches saying, man, you know what, this kid, he's he like, you know, and uh, we go a couple more weeks, we're building him up, and the next day he's long tossing, letting it fly, and he's saying, coach, my arm don't hurt. Well, finally, you start to see what he's doing, and he's getting stronger as the season's going, and he just, he, he's got kind of that rubber arm, but it's a testament to him and his work ethic, you know, that he's in that situation, but yeah, he's that guy who really is a, I mean, I've been throwing him on four days now and throwing him 45 to 60 pitches to try to condition him for that Friday-Tuesday deal that we're going, uh, you know, if we're in that situation in the tournament, so we're ready for it. Uh, but, yeah, he's a guy that, I mean, really, he can come out and throw 120, 25 pitches if it's warm and come back three or four days later and do it, and I wouldn't worry about him, uh, you know. But, like I said, he's he, he's an exception to the rule with me because most of the guys I've had have had to have that rest. It's going to be a fun tournament, no doubt. Um, I'm not going to say I'm rooting against Shelbyville, but (laughs) we certainly wouldn't mind having the district tournament in Lawrenceburg rather than Shelbyville. So uh, for your sake and ours. The (laughs) The only thing about the district tournament being in Lawrenceburg is 
I am a Verizon subscriber. <laughs> there are, mm. There's no service there. And so any type of in-game updates are non-existent. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Smoke signals. That's it. That's it. Hey, I, I had Verizon until I moved back here. My phone kept going dead. I couldn't get no, no service. I thought, I got to do something, so I had to make the switch. <laughs> it's no good. <laughs> well, there you go. Well, hey, we wish you luck this week, Brad, and um, thank you for joining us here on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline. Hey, thank you guys for having us. We hope to, we hope to see you guys this weekend. That'll work. No doubt. Don't forget your free meal over at Coach's Corner in Spring Hill if you're up that way. That is Coach yes, Brad White on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline, but also on – Coach's Corner, which is, you know, kind of uh, our favorite thing around here because we love Renee Hart, and From the Hart Cafe is fantastic. And if you have a chance to get out there to Chapel Hill, head like you're going to Henry Horton, and it's right there on the right. Can't miss it, and it will be worth the drive. Trust me. Breakfast starting at 6 o'clock. I'm not getting up that early. Uh, Yeah, that's going to be a tough one. Can't happen, can't happen. But it's all right. When we come back, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we will talk about some of those all-district teams. Um, some interesting news as far as a Summit senior football player is concerned just uh, tweeted moments ago. So we'll give you that on the other side of the break on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint, live from the Lee Company studio. If you've listened to this show, you know Chris and I are always down for a good meal. Recently, we learned about Patio West in Spring Hill and what a pleasure it has been. Their menu is full of seafood, burgers, and more, giving every member of your family something to enjoy. Be sure to go by Patio West Coastal and Comfort Eats located at 3011 Longford Drive in Spring Hill or visit patiowest.com and tell them the guys at Southern Middle Tennessee Sports sent you. Here's Mo and Chris. Welcome back into Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Coming to you live from the Lee Company Studios here. Ten minutes to the top of the hour. Thank you guys for hanging out with us on the show. We appreciate Coach Brad White joining us in the last segment. If you missed that, it'll be on the podcast. It will also be on Facebook Live if you want to go back and watch watch it you can or listen well, it, to it there it won't be facebook live well it yeah it's a video that's <laughs> that's recorded yeah. on facebook so live. you can watch it there. there i mean there are plenty you, of ways if, if you want to hear what we're talking about there are plenty of options to do so mm. that wasn't me yawning certainly not me no not Ooh. you not me. I would never. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's been a good day for a lot of local athletes as tons of 
dist- all district teams have been named and some of those have been announced. <laughs> and if you, if if you haven't seen them announced, let the coaches know to let us know. We would be happy to put it up on the website and uh, and give out those full teams. We have District 11 AAA and Division 2 District 3, Division 2A District 3 mm-hmm. teams on the website. So let us know. Yeah, hopefully you, we'll be getting 10A, 12A, and 8AAA here soon. Here soon. And all of the softballs and, you know, we had District 8 AAA soccer um, over the weekend, mm-hmm. earlier this week. So yes. um, hopefully we can get those other soccer teams as well because we want to certainly want to recognize these kids well, for, for their accomplishments. We can we can recognize Spring Hills uh soccer student athletes. First team all district was Bryce Moran and uh Dakota Jackson, second team Gio Velasquez, co freshman of the year Tyson Peters and defensive player of the district, Bryce Moran. Tyson Peters freshman. Gonna be a problem. Yeah. Really bright future, really fun kid to watch. So that's all I've got on soccer, though. Well, it's a start. <laughs> There's that. Uh, so yesterday, as I was standing in the press box at Columbia Academy, which is a great place if you need to watch two games at one time. <laughs> That's a nice setup there. <laughs> it's it's a fantastic setup as you can literally watch two games at once. I, I've said you need a like a sit and spin right there in the middle of the of the press box so that you can just right. turn. That's so what we're we're gonna uh, put one of those up there. But uh, I I I heard the uh, announcement of the all district team over the PA while I was watching softball, who started thirty minutes prior to baseball. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is very weird, by the way, because softball goes is, quicker. Well, no, they're doing the national anthem, and baseball's, you know, just warming up. Mm-hmm. And then baseball's doing the national anthem, and softball's in the middle of an inning. <laughs> so it's it's kind of weird, uh, but whatever. Uh, yeah, so they were they announced them and uh, wanted to. Uh, I think we need to let folks know. That pitchers of the year, one of which was Bryant Brannick of Columbia Academy, uh, and of course Richie Estep as one of the coaches of the year, joining Brad Myers of Grace Christian. It was, I guess, as I was speaking with friend of the show and CA Athletics Director Pernell Knox yesterday. I said, I said, come on, man. What what did Richie do uh, to uh, with all this talent? He said he didn't screw it up. I said, well, that's good enough for me. Because <laughs> there are a lot of people who you know watch me coach. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's something to be said for that. There really is. And so, um, congratulations to Richie and to um, to Bryant Baranek who um, shared, as you said. Pitcher of the Year honors with um, 
Ethan Harden. Ethan Harden from Battleground Academy. And, <clears throat> excuse me, um, all district selections from Columbia Academy include um, Tanner Ham, Landon Prentice, Max Ballard, and Kavaris Tears. So, congrats to those guys as well. Zion Christians Jr., shortstop pitcher Luke Perko, was also an all-district performer in Division 2A, District 3. And as Chris mentioned, the team in its entirety is listed on the website at sm-tnsports.com, so be sure and check that out. Which is still currently available. Yeah. Hurry. (laughs) Uh, J.D. McCracken, who was named the district's player of the year over Kavar's Tears, uh, I don't know. I don't know how accurate these are <laughs> because I don't know how many times I don't know who puts these stats in if they put the entire stats in. But his his max preps profile has him at three sixty. Yeah, look, average. this is McCracken. Yeah, okay. I, I don't think that I don't think this is completely. But how it many has games is a three sixty eight average? Mm-hmm. So, um, I, I just don't think that's it, it has. I don't think that's final or anything. But apparently he is also a Tennessee signee, so you were going to leave a Tennessee signee off that. Well, the other Tennessee signee in 33 games, so these numbers are complete, mm-hmm. hit 494 with at least 20, 20, 21 extra base hits, 10 home runs, 5 walks. Um, and then on the bump, uh, 32 and a third innings pitched. He was five and two with, uh, 68 strikeouts. Again, that's 68 strikeouts and 32 and a third. So, yeah. All right. Just for what that's worth. The sober he may, he may have some other awards awaiting him before the year's over with. It's very possible. Uh, internet is Mm-mm. going out. So, well, uh, District 11 trip or AAA? Yeah, 11 AAA. Um, Spring Hills, Dawson, Hargrove, and Brantley Whitwell were named first team all District 11 AAA. Jackson Marbit and Quint Miser were named second team. Indies. Will Tobin and Logan Molnar were named first team, as was Summit's Drew Plummer. Um, Independence's Jack Bauman and Cooper Hargrove named to the second team, along with Summit's John Canella, Brady Hendricks, Alex Runk, and Garrett Sims. And again, the entire team is on the website at sm-tnsports.com. There you have it. We got them in. Well done. We're going to take a break. When we come back, it's not Monday, but you will hear from Chip Walters. We'll talk a little MTSU. We'll find out what kind of video that they're working on over there that he had to be in and couldn't be on our show that was supposedly more important than us. I don't understand. Hey, yeah, yeah. He's got some splaining to do, as Ricky <laughs> Ricardo would say. <laughs> uh, so all of that, Braves, Wild and wacky sounds, all that and more on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. We'll be right back. Stick around. 